RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, our guest star, Norris Goff, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. In this land of plenty, there exist many opportunities for ambitious young men. And tonight, Phil and Frankie take hilarious advantage of one of these opportunities. But first, a word from RCA Victor. For more than a quarter of a century, RCA has been the recognized leader in the electronics field. RCA's world-famous research facilities have been responsible for countless advances, achievement without equal in the industry. In television, the same extensive research has resulted in discovery of a revolutionary new circuit system for home receivers. This circuit system now brings you television with picture power. Take the Preston, for example. Like all RCA Victor supersets, the Preston was designed to conquer even the most difficult reception conditions. With an electronic supercharger, it brings in pictures unbelievably clear, steady, and bright. In the city, in the country, in any television area, the Preston brings you best reception possible thanks to picture power. So, ask for the RCA Victor Preston. It's available now. The Preston is a magnificent 17-inch table model superset made by RCA Victor, cornerstone of home entertainment for three generations. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Bill Harris. Frankie arrived at the Harris house this morning quite excited. He has an opportunity to buy a business, and he's been trying to convince the Harrises to lend him the money. So you see, Alice, this is a great opportunity. Now will you lend me the money? Well, I'd love to, Frankie, but you see, my money is all tied up, and it's silly to break open a bale just for that. <laughs> Fine friend. I think I was asking for a lot of money. All I want is a lousy $45,000. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't have to come to you, Alice. I know a man who'll lend me as much as I need. All I have to do to get it from is to say the word. Curly. Try another word. <laughs> Am I to understand that you, my pal, are refusing to lend me the dough? Uh, yeah. What's the matter with you, Curly? You know I'm good for the loan. I borrowed money from you before, and I've always given you collateral, and I'm willing to give you collateral again. No, thanks. I got an incinerator full of your collateral. <laughs> Old guitar pick, a box of halava, an African nose ring, a cut glass doorknob, and a 1938 telephone book. Classified. Yeah, it's classified. <laughs> I should have known better than to ask you people. I would have gotten the money from my father, but Dad's winery is at a standstill right now. Oh? What happened to old Hogshead Remley? <laughs> Bad grape crop? Oh, no, the crop was good. In fact, his bins are loaded with grapes. Then what's wrong? Dad developed a bunion on his foot at the height of the stomping season. <laughs> All right, Frankie. Look, we'd like to help you, but $45,000 is an awful lot of money. Well, that's what the business is worth. I don't need all that cash, just part of it. How much? For 200 I could swing the deal. 
Here's eight dollars. Rock it a little. <laughs> I'll take it. Ramley, you mean to tell me that you could close this deal for only $200? Yeah, and like I told you, it's a wonderful tourist agency. Big offices. Right on the corner of Fifth and Main. Oh, Fifth and Main, huh? Gee, that's a swell location. <laughs> the guy could do pretty good. Hey, Ramley, look, if I put up the 200, will you make me a partner in this tourist agency? It's a deal. Give me the money. Well, here it is. Gee, I kind of hate to part with this. Why? Well, I was saving it up to buy Alice's Christmas present. Huh? Yeah, I had my eye on a whipcord coat with a coonskin collar. <laughs> a lovely thing, but... Well, she'll just have to wear last year's chinchilla with the mink lining. <laughs> Come on, Remley, let's go down and buy that business. Uh, I don't think you ought to go along, Curly. Give me back the money. No, you misunderstand, Curly. I don't want you to go along because if the guy sees a big star like you, he'll up the price. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll let you know as soon as everything's all set. Don't call me. I'll call you. Go <laughs> on. Bill, you gave him $200 to buy a business. And the least you could do is go down to Fifth and Main and check on it. Please, Alice, I trust Frankie implicitly. <laughs> Well, now let me see. This is Fifth and Main, but I don't see any tourist office here. Frankie says it's right on the corner. All right, folks, step right up. Bus leaving in five minutes for a tour of Los Angeles. Remley. We show you places no other tourists have ever seen in Los, Los Angeles. Ramley. Famous landmarks like Grand's Tomb, Pike's Ramley. Peak, the Nantucket Lighthouse, Ramley. the Chicago Stock Ramley, pardon me. Don't jostle me, bud. I know how you pickpockets. Oh, Curly. <laughs> Hi, pal. What can I do for you? Give me back my 200. Well, it's too late, Curly. I already bought the agency. What agency? Where's the big offices you were talking about? Right here under this umbrella. Is this all you got for $200? Of course not. The office came completely equipped. Step inside. Sit down at your desk. Yeah, thanks. Which orange crate is mine? <laughs> the one that says Valencia. <laughs> mine is naval. <laughs> Family, what kind of a tourist agency did you buy? All you got's an umbrella on the street corner, two orange crates, and a camp chair. Curly, I'm not a sucker. We got more than that for our money. Our biggest asset is the bus we got. What bus? The one leaning up against the lamppost. <laughs> what do you think of it? How'd it get hurt? <laughs> Gee whiz, how do you expect to do business? Nobody's gonna get in a thing like that. That's what you think. Take a look in the bus. It's practically filled. I only have room for a few more passengers. Well, I'll be darned. You got it clear full of... Remley. What? Them are dummies. <laughs> well, I can't afford to hire live shills. <laughs> After all, I'm just starting in this business. I have to make the bus look crowded, otherwise people won't get on. I know, but putting dummies in a bus just... Wait a minute. Remley, one of them just moved. <laughs> oh, her... That's the little old lady who came with the business. <laughs> She's been waiting three days for the tour to start. Look, Frankie. <laughs> Look, I don't want no part of this broken down outfit, so give me my money back. Curly, we'll make a fortune. Every tour we sell, we'll split 50-50. In the meantime, don't just stand there. Help me attract the crowd. Start singing. You expect me to sing on a street corner just... 
Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of hundred more records in the back of my car. Just happen to have them on me. I've been trying to peddle them from door to door. Sure. Sure. Besides, RCA Victor will love my up and atom spirit. I'll do it, kid. Turn on the bus radio. Moaning on that saxophone There was Slip-Horn Slim You've heard of him And his laughing slide trombone Peg-Leg Pete playing hot and sweet On the bacon pot of can Dancers swayed as they played That was how the blues began There was Dog-Faced Jet With his clarinet Hitting high notes up and down Smokey Moke was there With his slick black hair Beating his drums like a clown While the booga 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 A big brown jug By a hip cat dressed in jeans That was how those blues Were born in New Orleans Peg leg Pete and his violin made of bacon powder tin. Hollers, I let them folks come in. Dog face Jet and his clarinet, the cutest pair I've ever met. Broke his reader, I'd been there yet. Memphis Joe and that saxophone, slip horn slim and his trombone. They tuned up and settled down, then they all went to town. There was big nose test from the greasy vest weaving in her glass of beer. There was gambler Jake playing table stakes with a seaboat engineer. Natchez Lil was dressed to kill, singing love songs about a man. As she moaned, them people groaned, that was how torch songs began. Then the cat named Sam in from Alabama started shooting up the flow. Everybody broke through the Pistol smoke for the windows and the dough While the roll, roll, roll of a 44 Busted up those happy scenes That was how the blues was born in New Orleans Hey, Curly? Yeah it worked. Here's Singing attracted a huge crowd. It did? Yep. One old man with a straw suitcase. <laughs> oh, you mean that little old man with the Sears Roebuck catalog under his arm? Yeah. He looks like a real groove, huh? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be a cinch to sell. He'll probably want to see the Hollywood stars, but he won't know one from the other. So? So, no matter who he wants to see, we'll tell him you're it. But, Remley, I can't do... remember, we split 50-50. Uh, hey, Grandpa, how would you like to take a motor tour through Hollywood and see all the motion picture luminaries? Huh? <laughs> Looks like Dad's gonna give us a little trouble, though. Let me handle it. Look, Grandpa, I can uh, take... hold on that, that jaw flapping. <laughs> Don't call me Grandpa. My name's Abner Peabody. Abner Peabody, huh? Well, that's very me nice. Me and Lom Edwards runs to jot him down store in Pine Ridge. Yo, that's peachy. Now, hey, I've... you remind me of a fella that sold me a carload of fertilizer in Little Rock. Well, I was... I... <laughs> 
I'll tell you that that Little Rock, now, there is a city. Yeah, true. Like, a I, nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah, well, Them I... Them folks, they keep scurrying around like a bunch of field mice in a corn crib. <laughs> Cut! Say, uh, Ab, uh, I know you just blew in from the country and you'd like to see some of the movie stars. Do you know any? I know them all. You just name one and you got them. Uh, how about that Ronald Coleman feller? I'd sure like to see him. You got him. <laughs> one Ronald's Coleman coming up. Ah, <laughs> oh, Benito, if I were king, I'd love you like the world. Ah, oh, if I were king, Benito, I'd give you everything. Ah, oh, Remley, do something fast. I can't keep talking like this. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on second thought, I, I think I'd like to see that Frenchie, uh, Charlie Boyer. <laughs> Charlie Boyer? Yeah. That's easy. Then you do it. <laughs> the man won't buy the tour unless he sees Charlie Boyer. Come with me to the cash bar, Toots. <laughs> there we will be known as Toots and Cash Bar. <laughs> I know this is a lousy joke, but I am ad leaving. <laughs> hey, I changed my mind. Why waste my time on them fellers? I'll tell you who I really want to see. Who? Jane Russell. I quit. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, son, tell me something, will you? What? Who's this old Indian that's doing the impersonations? <laughs> who are you calling an old Indian? <laughs> now, no offense, no offense, white cloud. <laughs> Hey, you got a very interesting face. <laughs> All them lines, you look like a finely furred feel. <laughs> oh, this is all I need, an old Julius. <laughs> look, Pop, I ain't gonna Please, stand. white cloud. We need him to womp him. Uh, Mr. Peabody, uh, I want to talk to you alone. Would you uh, step into my office? Uh, Abner? I don't do this for everybody, but... I like you. You're my kind of a guy. Well? I'm going to take you on a tour of the movie stars' homes, and I can let you have it for as little as... How much you got on you? <laughs> well, I got a $20 bill, but uh, I'll need $6 of that for bus fare back to Pine Ridge. Six out of 20 leaves 14, and by some strange coincidence, that's the price of the tour. No, can't do it. See, I'm going to be here for three days, and if I spend the $14, why, I won't have nothing left to live on. Well, by an even stranger coincidence, this is a three-day all-expense tour. <laughs> Food and lodging? And I'll throw in a bottle of dandelion wine. <laughs> well, I don't drink, but I'll take the trip. Yeah, here's my $20 bill. Thank you. You're just getting the bus. Yeah, hold on there just a minute. I got $6 coming back. Sorry, sir. Here's your change. <laughs> Two $3 bills. <laughs> now you just get in the bus and we'll leave soon, huh? Curly. Yeah. Hey, we're all set. I sold him a tour of the movie stars' homes for $14. Good. Let me have my half. Okay. Here you are. Oh, goody. Just what I've always wanted, a $7 bill. <laughs> They are a collector's item. Remley, I ain't taking no odd-numbered bills. Now, let me have it in good currency. Very well. 
Here's two fours. Give me a dollar change. Will you give them? <laughs> now, let's take this guy to the home of some broken-down star and brush him off fast. Okay. I know just which one to take him to, too. Well, here we are, Mr. Peabody. Remley. Hmm? What are you stopping in front of my house for? You said we should take him to the home of a broken-down star. You're the only one I know. <laughs> Mr. Peabody, you're in for a big treat. On your right is the home of one of Hollywood's most famous stars, Phil Harris. Hi, dog, is this. He's still alive? <laughs> <laughs> For a seven dollar bill I ain't gonna take this kind of toilet please <laughs> Mr. Peabody This is also the home of that lovely star Alice Faye Well, bless her heart Bless her little heart <laughs> She's my favorite actor uh, Come on, fella let, Let's get in there the house there and see her Yeah Hey, Remley, we can't go into my house. Alice will kill me. We gotta let him go in or he'll want his money back. Okay, but now look, don't tell Alice he's a tourist, for goodness sakes. Tell her he's some, some important person who's visiting Hollywood. We gotta fool her. Who should I say he is? I don't care who you say. Use any big name you happen to think of. Yeah, hurry up, fellas. I rung the bell. Miss Faye ought to be answering the door any minute. Uh, look, Abner, when you meet her, try to... Oh, hello, Frankie. Hello, Alice. I want you to meet a dear friend of mine. Miss Faye, this is Noel Coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this should fool her completely. <laughs> Frankie, what in the world made you come up with that name? That was the only important name I could think of outside of Sabu. <laughs> Without an elephant, we couldn't have gotten away with that one. No. <laughs> Miss Faye, I don't know what this feller's trying to do, but I ain't no coward. You're not? Why, no. My name's Abner Peabody. Oh, well, I'm glad to know you, Mr. Peabody. Well, <laughs> doggies, you sure are pretty. Oh. You think so? Why, you're as pretty as a roll-down red sitting on a warm egg. <laughs> You should have seen me before I lost my pin feathers. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I met you, I'd like to see the rest of the house. Uh, don't bother to take me, ma'am. I'll have a uh, white cloud show me around. <laughs> a white cloud? Yeah, that fellow there. He's our ending guide. <laughs> I'm sure glad I took this tour. What tour? The one that this feller sold me. Well, let's get started. I'm anxious to see the parlor. Frankie, did now, you... Now, don't get excited, Alice. It's just a little tour. It won't inconvenience you. Now, let's show Mr. Peabody through the house and... Uh, oh, yes. While we're doing that, you better sing for him. Why should I sing for him? His tour includes entertainment. Frankie, you have a lot of nerve, and I'm not singing wait for him. Wait a minute, him. honey. Now, wait a minute. Just do it for me, will you? You don't have to sing good. <laughs> just give him your $14 job. <laughs> Why did I tell you I was going to Shanghai? I want to be with you tonight. Why did I holler I was going to Shanghai? I want to be with you tonight. It was just a little misunderstanding that a kiss on the cheek could patch. I need you so badly. 
I'd gladly start right over from scratch. Oh, why did I tell you it was bye-bye for Shanghai? I'm even allergic to rice. Why don't you stop me when I talk about Shanghai? It's just a lover's device. Who's gonna kiss me? Who's gonna thrill me? Who's gonna hold me tight? I'm right around the corner in a phone booth, and I wanna be with you tonight. Why did you tell us the lover's lie? We know there ain't no Shanghai now. Why did you tell us you were going to Shanghai? We want to be with you tonight. Why did you holler you were going to Shanghai? We want to be with you tonight. It was just a little misunderstanding. A kiss on the cheek could patch. We need you so badly. We'd gladly start all over from scratch. Why should I tell you I'm going to Shanghai? We should have stopped you when you talked about Shanghai. It's just a lover's device. Who's gonna kiss me? Who's gonna thrill me? Who's gonna hold me tight? Well, we're right around the corner in a phone booth, and we wanna be with you tonight. Who's gonna kiss me? Who's gonna thrill me? Who's gonna hold me tight? Oh, Miss Faye, honey, that was uncommonly pretty. <laughs> well, thanks And uh, now that you've seen the house And I've entertained you You'll have to excuse me You see, it's time for lunch It sure is <laughs> You know, I'm hungry to bear uh, Boy, my turnip's nice and soft I ain't got my eating teeth with me <laughs> Oh, your little woman just packed your talking ones Ha huh? <laughs> Uh, by the way, Miss Faye, uh, while you're fixing lunch, I'd like to make a few phone calls. Where's your telephone? Oh, it's right over there. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, after I make my calls, I want to wash up for lunch. Uh, where's your bathroom? Right through that door. Which way do I turn when I get outside? <laughs> You don't have to go outside. You don't? <laughs> what will they think of next? Frankie, he's going to eat here? Only for three days. Three days? It's our all-expense tour, partner. Now shall we go into lunch? <laughs> Well, sir, I'll tell you, that's as fine a table of vittles as I ever pulled a chair to. Don't know how you folks can afford to feed me like this for three days for only $14. We use tainted food. <laughs> I'm gonna like it here, you know. It'll be real cozy like as soon as them fellers get here. What fellers? Well, I called the station, told them to send over my belongings, and... Then I called a grocery store and ordered a few provisions and... Provisions? Oh, Phil, this is too much. 
You've got to get rid of him, but... But be subtle about it. I know it. that, I know that, but how can I get rid of him without hurting his feelings? How about setting his beard on fire? Rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be crude. You couldn't like that whole thing. I'll get it. I'll go with you. Oh, it's you, Julius. Now, what do you want here, kid? I brought the provisions you ordered. What provisions? Two bushels of corn, four sacks of barley, half a ton of grain, and 20 pounds of brown sugar. Oh, no. What? I know you guys will drink anything, but what kind of sour mash you're mixing up now? <laughs> <laughs> Look, kid, I didn't order that stuff. Who is it, Bill? Oh, hello, Julius. Hello, Miss Faye. Hey, you look upset. Oh, I am. Say, Julius, maybe you can help me. I want to get rid of an old man who's hanging around the house. It's about time. Step aside, Miss Faye. I've been wanting to do this. Stop hitting me on the head with that stale salami. <laughs> I didn't mean Mr. Harris. I want to get rid of another old man. Oh. Another one? What do you got, a stockpile of old men? <laughs> See, you brought my grain. Who's this, your brewmaster? Well, I'm the fella that ordered this stuff. See, I need it for... Oh, I'll answer it. Yeah, it's more likely for me. Must be the things I had sent up from the station. Express Company, I got some things for Abner Peabody. Hell, that's me. Just send them right in here, son. Just wait till you folks meet Melinda. Well, who's Melinda? I'll introduce you. Uh, Lindy, come in and say hello to the foe. <laughs> out of my living room. And now, don't get excited, Miss Facey. You, you'll learn to, to love Melindy. Give six quarts a day. Uh, by the way, when you milk her tonight, be sure you wear your mittens. She shudders at a cold touch. Well, it could be worse. You're lucky he didn't bring in a pig. I had to open my fat mouth. This is all I can take. Listen, you get these animals out of here, you old goat. You talk too much, Curly. Oh, Bill, Frankie, just don't stand there. Get rid of these beasts. All right, beat it. Get out of here. Get that cow out of here. Hit the road, will you? All right, hit the man. Get out of here. Don't hear Don't touch that animal. Just a minute. Get your hand off of them animals. Now listen here, I brought them for the livestock show. Oh, Phil, what a horrible day. All those animals running wild in the house and... Honey, honey, go on. to sleep, please. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, will you? Don't try to make up to me. Kissing me on the back of my neck. I didn't touch you. That's Melinda. <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. It sounds better. That's one of the reasons why the RCA Victor 45 system of recorded music is the finest you can own. Recorded music has never before been so brilliantly reproduced, so true, so free of distortion and surface noise. And you'll find RCA Victor's 45 system plays easier and costs less, too. Take the Victrola 45 table phonograph, for example. This complete phonograph is neat, compact, and economical with all the other advantages of playing music the 45 way. 
And here's great news from RCA Victor. Now, when you buy the Victrola 45 table phonograph, you receive, at no extra cost, over $6 worth of hit record albums. In fact, over $6 worth of record albums are yours for the purchase price of any RCA Victor instrument that plays 45s exclusively. So take advantage of this terrific bonus offer brought to you for a limited time only by RCA Victor. Folks, this is Phil again. The National Safety Council is asking for help from every driver or pedestrian in its campaign to postpone the millionth traffic death to occur in the United States. And unless such help is given, the millionth traffic victim will be killed within a few days of Christmas this year. Don't bring about this tragic event through an accident that you can prevent. Take it easy when you drive. Good night, everybody, and thanks. Good night, everybody. This program is produced and directed by Paul Phillips, our guest star, Norris Gough. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or records, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in television. Theater Guild on the air, next on NBC.